Hey, you guys, it's Angie. Welcome back. I want to give a huge shout out to you. Those of you who have been sending me DMs and text messages, giving me your feedback and telling me that you're listening and that you're enjoying and even encouraging me to keep going. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And if this is your very first time listening, welcome. I hope that you enjoy the ride. Today's episode is going to be on confidence. My friend DJ is returning to give us his thoughts on confidence as well as I'll be sharing mine. And then later on in the episode, I'm going to give a few tips on how I believe that you will be able to boost your confidence if you're lacking in that area. So yeah, stay tuned. Dear Confidence. Hey you guys, thank you for tuning back in to Sincerely Angie. And today I have a returning guest, a very special friend and mentor, DJ. Greetings Sincerely. (laughs) Thank you for returning. My pleasure. Today we're going to talk about confidence and he's the perfect person to talk about confidence with. So just a quick backstory. Um, I was in a room one day and DJ walked into the room and basically owned the room. And I was like, OMG, who is this person? And how does he just walk around with this air of confidence around him? It just, he basically owned the room. It was, it was something I I rarely see in guys. Um, just this air of confidence that he had around him. And it wasn't arrogant or cocky or anything. It, it was just one of those things that you can say, hey, this this man, he knows who he is. So, do you get that a lot, that people tell you <laughs> that you have a confident stride or anything? Um, I've been told that. I've been told. And um, it's been embraced by the people, certainly. <laughs> Um, but when I, when I think about confidence, uh, it stems from me being comfortable and uh, me knowing who I am. Um, I don't need anybody else to tell me who I am because the basis for who I am stems from the fact of that I have a relationship with God. Amen. So that has helped me to be confident. Um, I recognize that He has given me some abilities and some talents. And so. I try to show appreciation for those abilities and talents by developing them. Now, what I like to think is that my confidence comes off as a soft, aromatic type of smell. Uh, you know how sometimes, uh, ladies, we like things to be like a soft, subtle smell, and mm-hmm. guys, we like to make sure that it's something that is soft, subtle. Well, uh, that's the way I like for my confidence to be known. Uh, it shouldn't be overbearing. My confidence is not threatening. Mm-hmm. Um, it does not impose upon somebody else in their confidence. Uh, on the contrary, um, I'd like to think that it complements or it encourages. Um, and also, just because I have shown myself to be confident in certain areas and confident about some things, uh, I never stop learning. I never stop adding. Um, the very moment that you stop learning or that you stop adding is the day that you'll become very stagnant and, of course, resistant to growth. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I like to make sure that uh, that confidence is a, is a positive thing and that it's receptive. Um, 
but also in my confidence, I, I try to encourage others. Um, one of the things is um, when we think about success, I don't think anybody wants to be the only one successful. Mm -hmm. If you truly are successful, then you'll see to it that you encourage others to experience whatever yes. success that they had. Yes. Now, uh, everybody's running their own race. Mm -hmm. uh, nobody's uh, run or race or lane should be threatening, but you should be able to encourage along the way. Right. And so for me, um, again, it all goes back to that confidence being a soft aroma, it being a one in which you should be able to approach me. Mm -hmm. um, I heard you say that I came into the room and I kind of owned it or, or had a commanding presence. Um, but what also should be said was that, you know, I was approachable. Mm -hmm. And so anytime somebody is confident, if you're not approachable, then it could come off as being arrogant yes. because no one wants to be around you. Mm -hmm. But if you're approachable and if you're able to communicate with people and let them know that, hey, um, I'm confident in who I am, I'm comfortable with who I am, but guess what? You can be comfortable and confident in who you are and we can still have a, a, a positive engagement. Right. Um, I would say that my confidence came from, it may have stemmed from a very young age. I remember um, as a child, and it, this could go into a much deeper topic of the uh, colorism thing that we deal with as black folks. When um, me and my sister, my sister is two years older than I am, and she's a little darker skin than I am and I'm lighter skin but um, my mom's friends would come over to the house and they would always say oh the red one she's so she's so beautiful and nice she's she's gonna she's gonna you know she's gonna be likable and there's like that dark one she's so mean mm -hmm. and I think hearing that I just kind of started to live up to that you know mm -hmm. oh she's nice she's nice and she's pretty and that just kind of I was aware, of, of course, you know, I had all these people constantly telling me this as a, at a very young age. So I think it just kind of stuck with me. And then um, growing up and becoming a teenager, you know, getting involved with guys, guys would always say, oh, you know, she's beautiful, she's sweet, and she's a, she's like the homie, you know, she's around the way, you know, kind of, she's a, a, a well-rounded person, meaning I could, I could sit there and talk with guys and blend in with the guys, not saying that they all like me, but... I just, I was approachable as well. And so not having to vie for anybody's attention or not having to, um, uh, I, I don't know, I just, it was always there for whatever reason. So I think that had to do with me being confident because I never was deprived of anything. I, I, I don't know if that's the best wording for it, but um, I just, I just always, I guess, had things spoken of me in a positive manner. So that kind of added to who I was and who I was growing up to be, I think. I think that's what where my confidence stemmed from. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think being comfortable with myself, because I spend a lot of time by myself, and I spend a lot of time with people. Mm -hmm. But in my times alone, I'm still comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm not uh, pushed or pressed for attention or I need to be around somebody at all times, that kind of thing. I'm very comfortable in my own skin, I think. So I guess I guess that's what I would say it stemmed from. Um, I, I, that's good that you say that. Um, I think that uh, a lot of people, if they will admit it, especially if they're successful and they're some confident, that um, there were some contributions along the way. 
Um, I don't believe that anybody has ever arrived somewhere without the contributions of others. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important that we acknowledge that there were some people um, that made contributions to us. Right. Now, uh, so unfortunate that, you know, um, those adults or those whoever those was tried to make a distinguishment between uh, you and your sister because I've come to know some things concerning your sister in terms of very positive and she's turned out to be you know very positive you know and turned out to be very successful in some things mm -hmm. um, but it just goes to show you how sometimes you've got to um, overcome a number of things yes and that's what confidence comes in at as well when you're able to overcome some things or when you're able to successfully overcome some things it breeds or it builds confidence within you mm -hmm. to know that uh, that obstacle or that setback or, or whatever it is that could have probably gotten you off course, you were able to overcome it. So it helps with your confidence, you know. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that you say that, hey, uh, I was approachable, you know. Again, it all goes back to this. Um, if you're confident and you're approachable, then people can relate, people can deal with you. But if you're not approachable, then that's going to be very hard for somebody to make contributions. And that's going to be very yeah. hard um, at some point in time for you. You'll find yourself being alone. And you talked about having a great deal of time alone and a great deal of time spending with people. But I'd like to think even the alone time that you have uh, is choice driven because we all need alone time. Yes. We all need some time whereby we just kind of fall back, as we will, and just kind of relax and and assess some things about ourselves um, but for those who can't be approached and for those who don't embrace <laughs> they'll find themselves in some uh, very lonely situations, situations right mm -hmm. <laughs> so I um, I know that this would this will be um, off the, the the conversational path that we were on but earlier you were speaking and you said um, if, if you find out something you know, it's okay to share it with others or, you know, if you made it, you are, you are successful, it's okay to help somebody else get there. And I was having a conversation with my best friend about that. You know, that some people, they get a little bit of information and then they want, they want to start charging people for that information. Mm -hmm. And it's like, um, it's okay to help somebody out. It's mm -hmm. okay to mm -hmm. give some information away for free. Not mm -hmm. everything needs to be a Put a price tag on it. I think that also has to do with, um, with, with basically. Um, I guess it has to do with, I guess, the greed of people, you know, and the selfishness. You know, we get something and we don't want to tell anybody else how we got it. Like we're the only ones who can make it there. Mm -hmm. um, I think in situations that you just named, um, the person doesn't have balance. Don't get me wrong, uh, if it's your business to be able to provide a service or a product, certainly you want to be able to uh, be compensated for it. But sometimes, uh, as business owners, uh, we have a greater responsibility than just profits and losses. And so what happens is, uh, every situation, every encounter with somebody is unique. Um, some people may not necessarily habit to buy mm -hmm. uh, and in some business may not necessarily need the money quote unquote but um, if we're building one another up that's ultimately in my opinion right that's ultimately the end game 
Um, I don't think that anybody wakes up in the morning um, uh, inspired to be a failure. Uh, so everybody needs that opportunity. And if we are real with ourselves or if we're truthful with ourselves, somebody um, took out the time and did something for us. Mm -hmm. And who knows how much that time was in terms of cost-wise. Mm -hmm. So we think about, you know, time and, and spending money and having to buy something that somebody should buy from, but the most priceless thing really is time. Mm -hmm. So how you spend your time um, making contributions to others could definitely go along with to that individual. Mm -hmm. You just never know. Right. So I think that what happens is when you have somebody who is not balanced, uh, somebody who's probably short-sighted and, and not, not much of a visionary, then these things have, you know, you spoke about concerning people being greed or people having, not wanting to share. Um, I would go out on a limb and say the person who doesn't want to share um, probably is not a dreamer, mm -hmm. probably does not have a large imagination of being successful because anybody who dreams and anybody who wants anything realizes that there's no shortage of anything. Right. Uh, the shortage comes when uh, you're having a short, short-minded, yeah, and you're not very um, open-minded, or you're not very progressive, and so it, it becomes a huge ordeal when people are like that. Um, those individuals cannot, in my opinion, again, be successful. Mm -hmm. But the one who dreams big, mm -hmm. the one who, who 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 has a desire to make a change, or the one who has a desire to make some type of impact chances are that person is not going to be very stingy because they right. realize that it takes more than just yourself to bring about a dream. Right. And I guess it does tie into being confident, though, because a confident person knows that, you know, no matter what I tell you or give you, I'm still confident in what I'm doing. So whatever you choose to go and do, I'm still going to succeed in whatever it is that I'm doing because we're in two different lanes or mm -hmm. we're two different people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what I have is different from what you may provide you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. granted if it may be better or worse whatever but my lane is already I'm already in it you know so I guess confidence mm -hmm. does really tie into what you said well well it, well, it does um, confident people probably are not operating at a deficit yes uh, they're not deficient and so, um, That's confident people, yeah, confident <laughs> people probably uh, are operating out of an abundance yes. uh, of things. And see, most folks try to uh, assign abundance to tangible things. Mm -hmm. If you have this, you must have an abundance, or if you have that. But let me tell you something: if you have um, an imagination, if you have uh, a hunger and a desire, uh, abundance can be whatever you want to make of it. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, and how you spend your time will probably determine the abundance. So do you have any pointers or tips that you could give someone who may be lacking confidence? Mm -hmm. Well, number one, you got to know who you are and you've got to be confident in who you are. And you got to be able to be confident to, uh, you got to be able to know who you are and, and, and be comfortable in who you are. Mm -hmm. um, nobody's you. You're very unique. And, and that's so the that's advantage. Why, and right? that's the advantage. So appreciate your uniqueness. Mm -hmm. um, be comfortable with your uniqueness. And know that, guess what? Your uniqueness makes a space for you. Yes. The other thing is simply this. You're not in competition with others. Now, I know 
that's going to go against the grain of everybody because they say <laughs> this is a competitive world. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you, if you do your very best, if you take inventory of your progress, and if you're willing to make changes, you can be the best you can. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that would potentially stop you. Right. Um, so many times we, we, we make competition out of for it to be something bad, like mm -hmm. you've got to do something. And so sometimes if you're not careful, competition will breed um, uh, things that are not so good in terms of our actions. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen people be so competitive that they'll step on another person just to get to where they're just, going. Yes. And see, the thing about it is, guess what? You've got to be confident in yourself. You've got to be comfortable in yourself. You've got to know who you are mm -hmm. um, and be okay that right. you may have some type of shortcomings. But one of the things is don't just admit to having shortcomings and don't address them. Yeah. If there is a shortcoming that you have, well, then seek out a way in order to improve that. Mm -hmm. um, I tell um, people all the time um, that, hey, everyone should take inventory of themselves mm -hmm. uh, and be honest with yourself. Yeah. If you can't be honest with yourself, then who you, what do you expect from other people? Right. There's one example that I always revert to, and I made this example, I guess, myself. Mm -hmm. I kind of looked at this situation, and I thought, that is just a clear case of confidence. Mm -hmm. But And this is not your area of expertise, because it's, it's about makeup. <laughs> but Rihanna is known for singing, or mm -hmm. for being a, a celebrity, an artist. Mm -hmm. But she came into the makeup game, mm -hmm. And she basically shut it down. Mm -hmm. Like she released products, and it was just, she really did great with her um, makeup line that she um, came out with. Now, what she could have done was said, "The makeup uh, field is already too saturated. I don't need to come out with anything. Mm -hmm. I, that's too much competition. I don't need to do it." But she did, she may have not even thought like that. Well, she obviously didn't because she came mm -hmm. out with the makeup. And she completely shut it down mm -hmm. for that time that her makeup was out, sold out, and she had millions of people like on YouTube doing reviews and stuff like this. But she didn't. She didn't turn away and say, "Hey, oh, there's Lancome or there's you know Mag that's been in the 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 field for <laughs> a long time, you know Sephora and all of these other companies that sell makeup or even make makeup." She didn't say that. She went with her stuff and she went out and she it was successful you know so a lot of people could say oh well no i don't want to anybody who i think lacks confidence will well no, let me not say anybody but there is a clear indication that somebody could lack confidence if they're afraid to do something based on what somebody else is doing mm -hmm. and i have made comments like that before well i don't want to do this because you know so many other people are doing it and it would make sense, but after seeing the success of Rihanna and how she came into a market that's been here thousands of years before her, mm -hmm. and just she succeeded, you know that that's that's just something I always look to when I think of. Um, even in a situation like that, somebody's always somebody is out there who's not being serviced the way they want to be serviced, mm -hmm. and if you service that individual chances are you will be more than successful. Mm -hmm. And that's what it sounds like. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm not very familiar with the makeup game, but <laughs> I'm familiar with some of those names yeah. that you've uh, mentioned. Yet, she more than likely did her research, more than likely positioned herself and made connections or made relationships and uh, went out. It didn't hurt for her to have, you know, celebrity status. Mm -hmm. 
But at the same time, um, just having celebrity status is certainly not enough. No, not um, at The all. product that she was um, trying using to penetrate a, a saturated market really needed to be um, received. It needed to be on point. It yeah. needed to be what somebody was looking for. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I tell people all the time, uh, find out what your competition is doing. Mm -hmm. But equally as important, find out what they're not, not doing. doing. Yes. Because if they're not doing something and you can come in then you've just made a market for yourself. Right. Um, now, the, the task for Rihanna is going to be to stay consistent mm -hmm. with the target market that she has. Yeah. Uh, because anytime you let down your target market, uh, some of them are not as forgiving. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some people who are forgiving and will give you another opportunity. But as long as she remembers uh, who her target market is, as long as she remembers that, hey, um, I've got to service them in such a way, then she should be able to be successful. Having the right people in the right place is not hurting her at all either. Right. So uh, I certainly wish her well. Certainly wish uh, all the more success to her. Mm -hmm. um, certainly wish whoever else needs to uh, support her business <laughs> success. Uh, because, of course, hey, who doesn't love a success story? Oh, absolutely. You know, we get bombarded with so much of other stuff that's not uh, successful. <laughs> yes. But who doesn't love a successful story? And so, I mean, it's, it's inspiring. Who knows? Some young lady or even some guy is probably looking at that and, and is inspired to be able to say, you know what? Uh, this is a dream that I have, and mm -hmm. I'm just not going to stop until I, I get it. Yeah. Oh, you just... <laughs> Thank you, though. Uh, any last words for anyone that you would have on confidence or? Love yourself. Love yourself. Learn yourself. And guess what? You'll be fine. Love yourself and learn yourself. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's a word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so thank you all for tuning in uh, to Sincerely Angie. You can follow me on Tumblr at Sincerely Angie M dot tumblr dot com <laughs> and uh if you have any comments or questions or any suggestions anything that you would like me to talk about and if you want this uh handsome young man dj to come back you know leave me a comment or something like that and tell me so i can let him know he's in high demand <laughs> i may have a permanent co-host <laughs> Anyways, thank you all so much for listening and um, see you next time or talk to you next time. P.S. So I did not get a chance to give my tips or advice on how someone could gain confidence. So I'm going to share a few things with you. And first and foremost, like always, I will start with God. I think that you should have a relationship with God. Um, having a relationship with him, you're going to know whose you are and who you are. You'll know that you're very unique and he made you specifically for a purpose here on earth and no one else has that purpose. There's no one quite like you. Your mind, your smile, your style, your voice, everything about you is different. And once you realize that no one else can possess or that they do possess what you possess in the way that you possess it, that's another start of confidence. Um, let's just take a job interview, for example. Your resume is different. Your skill set is different. Your tenure is different. No one can bring to the job what you can. You go to that interview and you can say, 
I've done this, this, that, and a third for X amount of years, and I've done it this way, and I specialize in this thing. And the job interviewer may even ask you what's unique about you. You have multiple things that you can say that's unique about you that no one else possesses in the way that you possess it. Um, just let's talk about your upbringing. Your upbringing is different. Your morals are different. All of this makes you different. There is no one else that was brought up in the same neighborhood, in the same household, in the same way that you were brought up. That is just, is not possible. Yes, you have siblings that came up in a household as you, but your mind is different from your sisters. Your style and your way of living is different from your brothers. No one is like you. And I, I don't know how many times I can stress that. I think because the most beautiful part about it is that there is no one in this world that is like me. I love being Angela. There is absolutely no one else in this world that I would rather be but me. A few things that I would tell you to do to gain confidence is, number one, look in the mirror and get comfortable with yourself. With all of your flaws, every mark, scratch, bruise, every hair is there for the sole purpose of making you unique and to tell a story. Let's say you have a toe, one toe that's bigger than the rest, and that's very, it's an insecurity for you. Find a way to cut that toe off or cut it down, shave it down, or accept it and embrace it. It's not like your mom went to God and said, hey, can you make her this way? And can you make him this way without any flaws or anything like that? No, that's not what happened. The way you came out is the way that you were intended to be. The way that I came out is the way that I am that's the way that I was supposed to be and I'm perfectly fine with that I've learned to accept all of my flaws all of my scars everything that has ever happened to me it's it's a character it's a character building thing everything that I've went through certain aspects of our lives builds character the flaw that was possibly created for the purpose of creating a specific characteristic about myself it was necessary for my life Another thing that I would say to do is to hold your head up when you're walking. Have your shoulders pushed back. Don't slouch. You know, when you sit and sitting in the chair or when you're standing up, sit up straight. Hold your head up and push those shoulders back. Your posture says a lot about you as a person. And then make eye contact when you're talking. There's nothing more confident than being able to look at somebody while they're talking to you and not staring down at your feet or biting your fingernails or anything like that. Make eye contact. I, don't, I, I think those are probably the, the best pieces of advice that I could give to have someone start their, their journey to gaining confidence where they may be lacking. Oh, and one last thing. Try something new and watch how you'll surprise yourself. Challenge yourself daily or weekly or maybe even monthly to try something new and watch your confidence explodes when, explode when you see that you've conquered a certain thing that you may have been fearful of. Try something new. I promise you, you won't go wrong. And those are my tips for gaining confidence. I hope that it helps. And uh, thank you all for listening.